Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Legendary Adventures Podcast. Nintendo dropped the final pre-release trailer for Tears of the Kingdom on Thursday. I'm going to go through it, share some of my reactions and thoughts and ideas I have about the game and what it may hold, and I'm going to toss things over to a loose conversation I had with my wife to get a non-Zelda fan's perspective on the trailer. So, here we go. There is a lot packed into this trailer. I'm going to take a look at things, point out things that I noticed. It may not be things that other people noticed. I haven't looked at other reactions or any analyses or anything like that at this point. So it's just going to be what I noticed. And I might not have noticed things that other people have. I might not have noticed things that some people think are obvious. But here's what I noticed. Let's start with story. I think it's the biggest thing to come out of this trailer. We have a confirmation that Ganon or Ganondorf is back. Do not look away. You witness a king's revival. And he isn't just going to be that undead skeletal figure that we've seen in the past trailers, but he's going to be fully resurrected. The concept of Ganon's resurrections, of course, go back to the beginning of the series, starting with Zelda 2. In that game, Ganon's followers sought Link's blood in order to revive their master. I think we can infer from past trailers the game's going to open with Link and Zelda going underground. For some reason, they're going to find Ganon's corpse under the castle. There's that green hand that's keeping a seal on Ganon, keeping him from fully reviving. But as we know from past Zelda games, seals are not perfect and they may fade with time. So it seems like Ganon has been able to send his malice out into the world, which resulted in Calamity Ganon that we saw in Breath of the Wild, as well as the Ganon from 10,000 years before Breath of the Wild. I suspect that Link and Zelda will find Ganon Somehow the seal will be broken. It looks like that arm, green arm, is going to grab Link at some point based off past trailers. And so perhaps they will do something that will cause it to release its grip on Ganon, which will inadvertently release him. He will revive, curse Link's hand, Zelda will fall into an abyss, and then Link will gain some help from the Zonai, whom I believe the green hand is connected to. I believe Link will be given that bracelet the green hand wears in order to activate his new abilities in the it appears Zelda will have a bigger role in the story than what we previously saw. We saw some story moments of her talking about Link. Link. You are our final hope. But also we have an idea that she's not just going to be a passive observer of the story. I know why I am here. It's something only I can do. I suspect her story will play out in a similar way to Skyward Sword, where players are going to search for Zelda while she's off on an adventure on her own. I do know that there are some out there who think Zelda will be playable. I think that would be great if that happened, but I'm not really convinced at this point that it will. I thought a second quest for Zelda would have been great in Skyward Sword, but we didn't get it. We just got glimpses of her adventure during the end credits. And based on past precedent, I just suspect that Tears of the King will follow a similar path to Skyward Sword. Of interest, Zelda's seen holding a tear or a yin-yang-shaped object. In her hands in at least one shot we can also see her wearing that same object on a necklace there's also a mysterious woman who has long ears and long blonde hair who's wearing the same necklace and same clothes as zelda including large white earrings a head ornament a white dress this mysterious woman could actually be zelda at least in another form perhaps as the goddess hylia in skyward sword it was established that zelda is a reincarnation of the goddess uh, this mystery woman could be a past princess perhaps the one seen on the tapestry in breath of the wild there's also a woman who was seen on the bas relief carvings shown in past trailers 
making a circle with her hands with another figure. I think they're connected. I think they're probably one and the same, these figures. Whether or not uh, she's Zelda or a past princess, we'll see. We also get a glimpse of another mysterious figure. She has hair or horns on top of her head that appears to be matched for bas-relief images that we saw of another figure in past trailers. Uh, is it one of the Zonai? I think it's possible. We haven't seen anything prior to this game that clearly established that the Zonai were human. Uh, and at the moment, I'm leaning towards this being the case, that this is one of the Zonai. It appears that there are more figures like her in the background. We just don't get a good look at them. There's also a mysterious figure that we see talking to Zelda. We rely on your knight and that legendary sword he carries. We don't get to see their face or really what they look like, but just kind of based off of what they're wearing and what we can see of their hand, I'm just going to take a stab in the dark and say this is another one of the Zonai people. Uh, the tears are similar in shape to the amber and dusk relics from Skyward Sword. Those treasures were based on Japanese Magatama beads, which are similar in shape and appearance. According to a Wikipedia article, those Magatama beads first appeared in the Jomon period of Japan. That's an ancient period of, of Japan, prehistoric practically, but it's an important period in Japanese history when it comes to Zelda. Uh, the Jomon period was first referenced, as far as I know, in Skyward Sword. In an Iwata Asks interview following the release of Skyward Sword, one of the designers on Skyward Sword, Koji Kitagawa, was speaking about the robots, said that they were inspired by the Jomon period. Uh, he said the designers in charge of the robots tried to give them a softer appearance. They referred to ancient clay figures and pottery from the Jomon period and wondered what they would look like as robots. And if you look at the robots in Skyward Sword and you look at the pottery from the Jomon period, there's a pretty clear connection. They are the shape of a pot. The Zelda team returned to the Jomon period for Breath of the Wild, and they used the same sort of pottery look to create the shrines. They just flipped the pots over. They also did it for the Guardians and for other elements. The Jomon period is pretty well connected to the Zelda series at this point, and it looks like that's just going to continue with these tears I'm going to refer to them as. I think they are the titular tears, but we'll see how that plays out and what importance they hold. Okay, let's go! We also see in the trailer quick glimpses of other characters. We see Riju and Sidon, the new champions from Breath of the Wild. There's also a younger Rito who may be a replacement for Teba. We see some Hyrulean villagers taking part in battles with a shot of Link standing with a ragtag group of fighters, including one man wearing a bucket as a helmet. I think it's clear that Link's going to get some help with the fight in this game. There's going to be some larger scale battles where Link is going to have companion characters with him. I suspect these companions will be computer controlled. I didn't see anything to indicate player input. But if a player ever does take control of a companion character, I imagine it'll be like past titles like The Wind Waker, where players swap control between Link and his helper. But you are not alone. Zelda and the mysterious figure aren't the only ones with tears. We also see a tear in a clear photo released on Instagram by Nintendo of America in Ganon's headpiece. We can see a tear on the back of Sidon's hand, and we can see a tear with the uh, Rito that helps Link as well. Okay, a few more things that I noticed. Uh, right at the top of the trailer, we get a shot of a soldier construct 
on a sky island fighting a chew. Uh, this isn't necessarily a new behavior, I guess, in enemies. In Breath of the Wild, we could see bokoblins hunt animals. We could see moblins occasionally lift up bokoblins and use them as weapons against you. They would throw them at you. But this construct is attacking another monster, which I don't think I'd recall ever seeing in Breath of the Wild monsters purposely attacking other monsters. This suggests to me that the constructs are not under Ganon's influence. In my reaction video to the gameplay when I spoke with my wife Mandy about that, we had kind of ended up talking about the possibility that the constructs were being influenced by Ganon. I wasn't fully on board with that idea, but my wife did bring it up and they had red eyes, which would indicate a potential that that could be the case. And I conceded that, yeah, it could be the case. But seeing this, it makes me think that no, the soldier constructs attack Link only because that's their job. They're supposed to protect the Sky Islands. We see one fighting another monster, one that's one of Ganon's minions. And so I suspect that they are just doing their job and they will fight monsters or Link or whoever comes their way. We do get a glimpse in the trailer of a large construct that actually appears to be a boss emerging from a wall, which looks exciting to me. We get glimpses of a number of new enemies. So the three-headed dragon, uh, I think is probably Gliok, a reimagined version of the three-headed dragon or multi-headed dragon from the original Legend of Zelda game. Uh, we can see in this one that it's got fire off its head, it's got wings, it's got uh, looks like only single eyes on each head. That's an interesting design. I think it's a return of a classic enemy. We got a brief glimpse of this in the trailer just immediately prior to this where we could see it sitting on a bridge. It looks like it'll be kind of an overworld boss. We got another look at a, another large monster creature with multiple eyes, a big mouth, long, long arms. Looks like a boss monster of some sort. And Link is fighting it with help of the Rito companion. So don't know what that is, but it's interesting. So yeah, I think there's going to be more enemies in this game. I think there's going to be a wider variety in the enemies and the types of bosses we see, which I am very excited for. I felt like Breath of the Wild had just too much of the same when it came to enemies. The bosses were all very similar in appearance, and they weren't that different in practice when you were fighting them. They did have some different moves and some abilities, but they didn't feel super distinct from one another. And there was a pretty limited selection of enemies in that game. And by the time I was reaching the end of my time with Breath of the Wild, my first time through, um, I was just kind of done fighting them. The promise of getting monster parts from them wasn't enough to keep me wanting to fight in them. And I started just avoiding fights because I didn't want to do it. They weren't interesting to me anymore and i'm hoping with a wider variety of enemies like we're seeming to see in this trailer or we're absolutely seeing we've got more different types of enemies that will be more interesting there's also a shot that we notice of link fighting a construct while riding on a mine cart that stuck out to me and is interesting um, mine carts go back in zelda for a while i think we first saw them in the oracle games but this struck me as being similar to Spirit Tracks, where Link did some fights on minecarts, and also in Triforce Heroes, where you had to do some fights on minecarts. So it was just kind of a fun nod to me. And how this fight is going to play out, I'm not sure whether or not you would just run into these fights naturally. It seems to me like this is going to be a more, it would happen in a more structured location, like potentially a dungeon, or at least something equivalent to a shrine. That makes me excited. We didn't see anything that's like really 
truly confirmed dungeons from what I could see, but we did see a structure rising out of the desert that could be a dungeon-like structure. We saw Link diving down a tunnel full of lasers using a flying suit uh, that was interesting, potentially that. There were some other structures around a large sort of hallway that Link was flying through. I mean, these could just be areas within the world. We saw large structures like this within Breath of the Wild, but it gives me hope that these are dungeons. I, I'm excited for this game. I think there's a lot here that has my interest, has my attention. I'm hoping for a stronger story than what we saw in Breath of the Wild. I know we're getting a wider variety of enemies, and I hope that uh, with the increased enemy variety that they're spread out well throughout the world and that it will be engaging to keep up with the combat throughout the game and that everything will be just be a lot of fun to play through. Breath of the Wild was fun to play through. I got into it. It really grabbed me for the time that it had me, but it just it didn't win me over as much as some past Zelda's and I'm hoping that Tears of the Kingdom with uh, the way that they've been able to refine on what Breath of the Wild did and had some time to really spend some more time working at it that they will be able to get something that does capture me the way that I'm hoping it does with other past Zelda games. Uh, and at this point now, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to the conversation I had with Mandy, my wife, to get some uh, views from a non-Zelda fan on the latest trailer. Here we go. You are our final hope. So what'd you think? Uh, it, I mean, the graphics look great. Looks to me like maybe there will be more interaction with, like, the general townspeople, right? Like, they were riding in a carriage cart was, cart that he had created or something. It looked like like maybe the moblins were attacking them or something. He was coming up with the swinging axe thing. So, I mean, that could be cool. Um, it's definitely the alien. Yeah, aliens. Totally aliens. You think so? <laughs> it's gotta be, right? No, I don't know. I have no idea what it's actually gonna be. I do know that you'll have a great time fighting Ganon at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a fun game. I'm, I mean, like I said, it looks very similar to Breath of the Wild. And I know I've said this in the other one, but with more capability or at least different capabilities. I don't know if it'll be more and just add on to what it had or if it's going to be different. Like the building and the, you know, instead of stasis, if they'll use, if there'll be different things or if it'll just be adding on top. Because I already got confused with, the, what, five or ten things you could do in Breath of the Wild. If you're going to double it, I might just uh, so, I mean, get real confused. Based off of how I view it, it doesn't look like you're going to have the same abilities as in Breath of the Wild. Okay. Like the so basic different. bedrock is still there. You're still going to run around a big world. You're going to climb stuff. You'll have Probably stamina. Probably find some dungeon tower things to learn your different tricks of the trade. Yeah, you'll be able to glide, stuff like that. But I think the abilities that they showed off in the gameplay demonstration that I made you watch are going to be... The mm -hmm. abilities for the game. It's not going to be those on top, top of, of the other The stuff. Breath of the Wild abilities. It's going to be these, these are, are the, the new, new abilities. And those are the old That's ones. That's what you'll use. That's what I think. You're probably right. You would know better than me. Well, uh, so what did you think about 
kind of some of the story teases they had in there. Zelda saying stuff, Ganon saying stuff. I don't know, you know, I'd like to see a Zelda game from Zelda's point of view someday. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. But I, I just I don't know where it's going. Like, who was talking to her? Is she in potentially harm's way? Or is she safe with somebody who needs Link to save their universe kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I don't... Do you know what I mean? Like... I get what you're saying. Very different... Because poss- in the first few, it looked like she is falling down a hole. She is probably captured by someone or something. And this one, it was a little bit more like, oh, she's maybe been rescued by someone? And maybe they're having Link do all this stuff so she can do the final part with her little yin-yang thing. I don't know. Whatever half-circle-y, paisley patterned thing. A tear, maybe. Tear. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there is... There are some people online mm-hmm. speculating. Okay. They've been kind of saying this as just kind of, I think, a hope okay. for a while now. But I think they'll probably feel like they have some extra fuel to the fire now that Zelda will be playable. Like there will be oh. a Link portion and a and Zelda, Zelda portion. portion. So you'll have to be a Link mm. to basically get to a point where Zelda takes over. Whether or not that'll actually happen, we'll and then when you defeat so. Ganon, you can play as either one. Yeah, because you got to get those girls <clears> on board. <throat> so whether or not that's actually the reality, we'll have to see. Yeah, you know, she falls at some point, but she's not just going to fall down a pit and die. She's going to be yeah somewhere well, else. Can't really kill Zelda. That would kind of ruin the whole thing, wouldn't it? Well, I mean. <laughs> It's been what, done before. <laughs> what if I told you that there is a game in the series called Spirit Tracks that within the first 30 minutes or so... She dies. Zelda is killed, but her ghost travels along I think I've her. watched you play this one. Is this one where he turns into different animals and things? Like into wolves? Does he turn... Okay. That's, that's Twilight Princess. <laughs> I uh, know so much about Zelda, guys. You turn into a wolf in that one. In, in in spirit tracks, Zelda is able within certain dungeons to possess enemies called phantoms, which are big suits of armor, basically. And okay. so you play Zelda within certain dungeons as long as she is in possession of one of those suits of armor, mm-hmm. and then you tag team between her and Link in order to solve. Puzzles. Okay. Um. So you know it's. She died, but she she was still around. <laughs> <laughs> She's still playable-ish. Uh, but dead, yeah. but not dead. Dead, but not dead. Or so dead, I mean, but not. It's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. And there have been other times where. But based Zelda off what they showed for this dead, game, I don't really. think she's dead. When uh, Link is climbing that rock face, I really want it to rain and see if it's gonna make. That would be. <laughs> uh, the ra- do you know? So, Have you seen anything? Is the rain going to cause him to slip and fall like last game? I haven't seen anything. I would assume so since that was 
part of Breath of the Wild <laughs> and stuff that was part of Breath of the Wild. It mostly seems to be like that. It, it may was also be a part that some people complained about loudly because complained. it always rained when you were like almost to the top. And it's not and something... you had no foothold. <laughs> it's not something that I particularly liked in Breath of the Wild. I hated climbing something and having it rain and slipping and falling or just getting stuck and having to wait it out if there's no way for me to make a fire or something to speed it out. So, you know, people also complained a lot about weapons breaking. And we saw on the last game page... Weapons will still break. Weapons will still break. But it looked like... You Maybe can they'll create break less frequently, frequently, and you can create stronger weapons based on fusing things together and trying new things. Yeah, improve their how their durability and all that. So, so this picture with the castle rising up, this stuff is falling down. Where is that stuff coming from? It's coming from the sky. So, yeah. obviously, there are islands in the sky. Here, so they've what, already been there, or they become when the castle comes up? That's a question. That's, that's, that's been my question. Need answered, for sure. But okay. I, I assumed that when the castle rose up and made all these islands happen, and then everything goes to hoop de hoop but uh, You know, we don't have a clear idea of how they're going to explain the appearance of these item, islands, islands in the sky within the game. But there are there is... A history of stuff being in the sky within the Zelda series. So okay. there is a, a game called the Minish Cap, which I think is the first I can think of where this was, where there was a tribe of people that where you go to some ancient ruins at one part of the game looking for an artifact. The aliens. And when you get to the end where the artifact should be, it says, oh, these people have left and gone to the sky. And it's like... How do you get there? And then eventually, you do eventually go to the sky, and they've got stuff built up in the sky, and you walk along clouds and stuff like that. And then in Twilight Princess, there is a dungeon that is in the sky that's called Uh the City in the Sky. It is a city that you go through. And then Skyward Sword, obviously, has a bunch of islands in the sky, and that's where Link and Zelda live at the start of the game, is in the sky on the island. And there's an impenetrable layer of clouds yeah. that you can't go through unless you have certain artifacts that pierce the, the cloud layer. Okay. That looks like something out of Splatoon, doesn't it? Kind of splats like that, yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, like, it looks like a bad guy from Splatoon. <laughs> the yeah. purple and the, mm-hmm. and the I, ink. I can see that. Kind of yeah. inky, blobby. But also, uh, I don't know. Dinosaur-like, mosasaur. Yeah, it's a little bit. I don't. I wonder if it's going to be kind of um, like I don't know if you remember the Molduga enemies in the desert in Breath of the Wild, the big uh huh, like sand under the sand shark and, thingies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So kind of like that, but inky. I wonder. Inkier. Yeah. So did it get you excited at all, or is it more just like well? You're buying this anyway, so I'm going to try it out and see if I like it. Or is it more like, I would actually want to try that? Um, you know, I like a game with good graphics. A lot of times I'll scroll, uh, not a lot of times, sometimes I'll scroll through the Nintendo shop and I'll be like, ooh, this game looks kind of cool based on the cover art. And I'll click on it and I'll be like, well, that looks like garbage. 
Like, that looks like something from the 80s. Why? Why? You can do better than that. And this looks good. Like, graphics-wise, looks good. It's got an interesting storyline. I need to see the aliens. I gotta meet them. So I'll probably uh, be wanting to play. Would I run out and buy it for myself? Probably not. But yes, you're buying it. You've already bought it. You've pre-ordered it. So I will be probably playing this one. The only thing for me is kind of the building thing looks like it could get complicated. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could get complicated and fiddly. Like, oh, I gotta build something bigger than that guy. Because, like, they had two big built-looking things charging at each other. And it was like... Yeah, so they have... The goblins (laughs) are riding on the back of a stone talus, which were overworld bosses, mini-bosses, in Breath of the Wild. And they've built the hut on the back of this talus. But Link has built this crazy robot thing. thing. With a finger pointing or a gun? I don't know what's happening there. And he's driving it towards them. It's just a giant rock thing? I don't... I'm yeah, not he's, sure. He's, he's Is it just getting him the height to get up there? Glued together See, I would be stones like, into a I think I'm just going to sneak and... behind the tree and wait for those guys to pass. <laughs> I'm real bad at the, uh, you know. Because those look like black ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't want to fight the black ones, especially like four to... Yeah, it could be a little spicy. Yeah, they're, they're a little tougher. A little. A little. A little bit. <laughs> At least a little bit. I think if you liked Breath of the Wild, it looks like you'll probably like Tears of the Kingdom. It was fun. Yeah, well, thanks for watching that. Give me your opinion. Yep. Later.